Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith and I'm playing Wimpoo. I am Josh playing Byron, your human cleric. And I'm Bryce, playing as your first time DM. Yep, and we are at the last episode of Bryce's one shot. First we time DM survived. for you. First time DMing for you, first time DMing ever. So hey. congratulations. Yeah. You are here at the start of it all. We're having a good time. Also, this all takes place in we we mentioned it, but we didn't mention this. This all yeah. takes place in Keith's world, and it is not canon. Anything that I do with the effects of creatures or planium or anything I say about the ships, none of it actually exists in Keith's world. Un- unless, but it could. Unless, unless Keith I likes it. <laughs> right. right? Like uh, the coconut trees with the silvery linings on the leaves. Uh, that is not canon in Keith's world unless he says so. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's, I appreciate that. I'm I would like it to be canon that there is one cleric in your in your crafted world that knows that you have crafted this that world. That thinks he knows. He was also the He but, suspects that there is another being. But the interesting thing about it, Josh, is that if he exists in the world I created, mm-hmm. he was created. So right. he's only being who I who I asked him to be. Right. Ah. Right. Free will. Yep. Does it exist? Maybe. Does it not? Maybe not. Maybe we're all just coded robots made by a chubby bearded boy in the sky. Nope, free will. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. But anyway, last time we fought some bugs and Pinkerton Toulouse got stolen just as we were trying to escape the island. Yep. Got stolen handily. Yes. These boys have a choice. They can say, whatever, Pinkerton, the bugs aren't after us, they're after you, and they can build their own raft and leave. I hope they don't do that. Or they can go after their friend Pinkerton and get his pre-built raft and leave. You know, we could just strap together all these dead bodies and probably make a sizable raft. The bugs are so thin, not sure they will float. Right. I bet Toulouse has a, you know, a line on where he can get, uh, affordable honey but even still I spend most of my time in the wilderness you know searching for something big to kill Mm -hmm. and Byron I think we found it Pinkerton? no follow me to that giant creature we found oh now we're talking okay my my blade thirsts for its blood well lead lead the way my good man what are you going to do with it like how are you going to get it home it's obviously stuffed with honey i mean come on oh also <laughs> um he <laughs> pulled blood is so honey. before we start walking uh wimpu takes his takes reaches into his satchel and pulls out a notebook of his own okay it's crudely created it does not look like as nice as yours it is not organized when you open it up, again, it, if you're familiar with the font that Winnie the Pooh writes stuff, like the S's are backwards and all kind of stuff like that. Um, but written down are just very crude descriptions of things that he's killed. Uh, and he put, there's, there's just, you see lists, as he's flipping pages, you just see lists and lists of things that he's described. Uh, and so he gets to Byron's a page. like looking over your, your elbow to the list. <laughs> he gets a page to the end to where there's an, a clear page he write you see him like you know he holds it like a, a child with a crayon yeah and he scribbles in like a little piece of chalk or something and he scribbles in skinny bugs da- with a dash weak and then he puts an x by him and then like you know he puts it back in this bigger package. skinny bug 
also weak. <laughs> we will we'll have to um, compare notes sometime. My notebook not not very uh, not lots of things in it. Just things I kill. Make a list. I'm I'm quite confident you've killed far more things than I have. <clears throat> I plan to give it as proof to my father. He wants me to kill a lot of things, and I can't come home until I, you know, really get something big. Well, you got a little bit more room in the book, and the day is young. That thing out there is big. Might need to write that one on two pages. You hear trees being crashed apart as it runs through the forest. Hold on, before we go, I want to put a, put a hand on Winpoo. I'm casting guidance. I'm, I oh. hope that the... That the uh, that the the fates and the and the great Lord Keith will will conspire to protect you on your journey. So with guidance, let me read it off real quick. Hold up, hold up. All right, I touch one willing creature. Are you willing? I'm willing. Hey, I touch you. Hmm. Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Cool. It can roll a die before. Or after making the ability check, the spell then ends. And it lasts for the next minute. I feel like Byron is actually... Yeah, we're we're like about to run in. Byron is describing this to (coughs) Winpoo, like what the effect of the spell has just done. And Winpoo's kind of looking off in the distance as he's listening to this. I'm pointing to it in my notebook because I'm making notes Oh, you're pointing it out? Yeah. Okay, he's still looking off into the distance. (laughs) He's looking in the general direction of your notebook. But behind the notebook, you see a Venus flytrap and a fly buzzes into it. And as soon as the fly lands, it disappears <laughs> into the mouth of the Venus flytrap. It's just it doesn't close or anything. The fly just vanishes, and you hear a little. This is an odd place. Truly bizarre. But I do hope that your God guides me to at least more honey. You will be a true believer, a disciple one day. Is it possible I am being controlled by him now? Oh, I think it's possible all of us are. Interesting. (laughs) Into the forest. Absolutely, yes. We plunge in. So Byron's leading the way then? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm running in. Our (laughs) raft has been stolen. Inward we plunge. (laughs) I'm right beside him. Axe still a-glowing? How long does that last? Uh, (laughs) Place your bets. I'm going with an hour. Last for an hour. Hey. Bets were placed. I lost. Trey. Um, all right. So y'all are running, and you don't see the creature anymore. It's gotten pretty far ahead of you in your dillying and dallying. Uh, but it is it is very obvious where it went. All these trees are broken in its path. Okay. And you see deep gouges where the sleigh has been dragged through the mud and dirt. I at least take my axe off my back. Okay. I think you already had it in your hand because you threw oh, it in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, so the dungeon boys are after them, chasing full speed ahead. Did we win? No. Oh. All right, um, but as you remember, there was a second wave of, ooh, excuse me, a second wave of beasties that was going to come and attack you. Yeah. But you had scared them off, or Pinkerton had scared them off with his mighty hand cannon in hopes to make it to the beach and set off before they could return. But during all this time, they are returning now. And they have made it at least as far back as your camp. And as you pass by, you see several of them are pointing at you as you're running past. And some of the troops are taking flight and they're going to chase after you. Uh, 
you can keep running. They're going to take a minute to catch up. If they keep calling out some of the ones that are farther back, they will be in your way up ahead. Um, I look to Byron and I say, they're not worth our time. We must chase the large one. I, I agree. I think we need to catch back up to our, our Pinkerton. <laughs> All right. One lands directly in your path. It appears to be one of the uh, original ones, one of the smaller fellers. I like the extra crispy I ones chop myself. It. You want to just running, swinging, oh, chop? Oh, mid-sprint. If he's landing in front of me, I would like to, but I'm happy to roll initiative. It's all that's up nope. to you, brother. Okay. Don't have to do that on this one. But if you miss, you're going to have to roll initiative. Unnatural 20. Okay. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want. All right. So he is. Slice him in half. He hasn't even. His feet haven't touched the ground. His <laughs> wings have not stopped yet before he is like cut off and his top half finally hits the ground and he is surprised at how low he is now. <laughs> can I grab. Can, on the way by, can I grab him? Like, sure. By his neck and drag him along with us? Yeah. Okay. The spear falls out of his hands though. You just have like yeah. the, the scruff of a bug. Windpool, okay. what, are, what are you doing with that thing? We might can use this in the future. <laughs> use it for what? We might can use this. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's not that heavy. Well, neither are the coconuts, but you're not carrying any. Of the, look, you got a you got I, your I, dragon egg bag, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. You ran past it. Half of a bug man is is a, is a good substitute. Maybe it'll be available before we leave the island if we get to. Maybe <laughs> if you're quick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dragging it. It may frighten away some of the smaller ones. All right. Uh, away some of the bigger ones. As you're sprinting, another bug man with no, appearing to have no weapon jumps straight out of the trees, and he's going to try and tackle Byron. All right. He's sneak attackifying you. Sneak attack. All right. Yeah. You n- no initiative. You can like try and retaliate if you want. It's not actual like a surprise thing. We're in what they call a set piece mode. Yeah. This is this a is quick time event. I'll try the <laughs> yeah. old rail frost. Okay. He's just come out of the trees. You saw him immediately. He hasn't quite made it to you. Nope. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. What do you add to it? It's a plus seven, so... Yeah, you hit him. Fifteen? <laughs> yep. Woo! All right, so 2d8. Seven damage. Six plus one. I got a six. Okay. I got a one. That is exactly enough to kill him. So, hey! <laughs> so he is frozen and he dropped to the ground. All Where'd you want to hit him? Whole body. Whole body. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, a, frost. it's yeah. a vector shot, isn't it? All right. Yeah. So he, like, you see bugs in the wintertime, they're always real slow and plodding along. As that ray of frost engulfs him, his wings slow down enough that they eventually stop and he just hits the ground and breaks apart in front of you. See, that's how it's done. (laughs) Number 75. (laughs) (laughs) And you keep running. And the trees are starting to get thinner and thinner. Uh, You see, uh, make a perception check. Eleven. Um, no, that's a, yeah, 19 plus 4, 23. Okay. <laughs> well, the DC was 12, so you see it. Byron sees yeah, it. Yeah, squeeze by. Uh, Byron, you see a rope tied about neck height on a normal human and about nipple height on the bear man beside oh you. And if you look off to the sides, you see two of the bug creatures pulling it taut across your path. Nice. Kind of dark, hard to see it. Y'all are so going to run right into it. that rope. I see it. I don't see it. Wimpoo, look out! For what? Yeah. For, <laughs> for, for what? There's a rope across the path. I, I, on the way by, I want to toss with my left hand that's holding the bug man. 
I want to just toss it into the woods at the guy who's holding one end of the rope. <laughs> okay. It's enough to surprise him enough he drops it. I only rolled that a 10. That was his cousin. I'd, I'd imagine that'd be surprising too. Uh, huh? I only rolled a 10. But it's a body flying at him. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't hit him, but it, okay. it, there is still a, a corpse of one of his brethren gotcha. distracting him. Um, so he drops his end of the rope and tries to avoid it to get back. So you run straight over the rope. And the other one is like doing a like little grumpy dance back in the background. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. So the trees are really thin now, and you've gotten to the base of this mountain, and there's a very obviously worn path that leads up to all these holes in the uh, side of the mountain where you take it these locust men come out of. Um, but there's a drawbridge, and it is in the upright and locked position, and it's about a 30-foot gap. So what will you do? Wait, 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 wait. Gimli? Okay. <laughs> I got this. And I, I use my... What, what were they called? The Ghost Strider boots. Yes, the Ghost Strider boots. Surprisingly enough with a Nike swoosh. So it's in an upright position, meaning that the... Like, there's a big gap. Like a big, like, trench that goes... I, I should have explained further. There's a big trench that goes all the way around the mountain, it seems. And there's a drawbridge okay. that up... Lowers and so, hires to. So if I'm looking at the drawbridge, the the arms of it are vertical, straight up and down. The it's like a. It's one, so it's like yeah. one drawbridge. Sorry, gotcha. yeah, and it's closed. It is. It is up. Okay. It they lower it to make a like a gangplank kind of thing you run gotcha, across gotcha, and bring gotcha, it back gotcha. up. Um. There's a mechanism right beside the drawbridge, if you make a perception check. Oh. Um. Okay. The who who makes sense for exception? I'm in the moment. I try the person, to do uh, No, the person the person who is on the side of the drawbridge that raises and lowers it, like the side you're trying to get to has the mechanism. Okay. Hey. They assumed that nobody was gonna be able to cross over that since nobody was on their side to upper yeah. and lower. I'm not thinking about it. I've um, done the thing. Did I do the thing? Did you make it across? Yeah. I did? Yeah. Sweet, I made it across. But by Byron. I'm afraid to jump. Well, I'm not afraid. I just, I don't. Can you lower the bridge? I'm sorry. All I heard was you're afraid. Uh, lower. Bring the bridge down or I'm jumping across and I might land on you. You're afraid of the bridge? Hold on. Let me lower the bridge so you can come across. Do you do that? I do that. Rage. How, how do you do that? Is there a lever? It's like a lever on a thing. Okay. Scrinth check or? No, just like tell me how you do it. Are you gonna just like shwink? Or are you gonna like beefy just like yeah, rip oh, I, it over? I just I just shwink it. Okay. Yeah. So you feel it kinda catch halfway down mm-hmm. and the bridge lowers slowly. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say if you tried to like swing it down, it was gonna go all the way to the bottom and the bridge was just gonna drop and snap. <laughs> Alright. So the bridge is lowered in front of you. Hey. Okay. Cool. I get, I walk now what were you afraid ground. of? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't afraid. I would, I just didn't want to land on you if I jumped. Oh, fair point. Fair point. I must have misheard you back there. I fear nothing, Byron. You're now starting to go distinctly uphill. You're you're very much at an incline. We are cardioing this, this hang out of this today. Yeah, y'all are y'all are getting pretty winded. Um, but you can definitely see that the path up ahead kind of splits and it goes around. It's like it's like a clean split though. It looks man-made. That it's like goes up and it goes around to like this shelf of holes in the wall. Okay. Um. 
What do you want? Uh, y- y'all make it to the top. Do you want a perception check? See which one leads to your yeah, prey? Yeah, I'd like to... Oh, I have a survival thing. I have hey. an advantage with survival. Maybe do a survival to check out the <coughs> tracks of the... Um, that sounds good to me. Um, Any four-footed 15. elephants with a sleigh in tow? How much? Fifteen. Oh, that is definitely enough to see that it went, like, three to the right. So... Hey, Probably Somebody's listening there. to the news really loud on the motorcycle. Yeah. So blasting that NPR. <laughs> it definitely went directly to the right. Okay. Uh, Byron, the the creature with the trail with the, the sleigh went to the right. We should go that way. Agreed. Chances are that's exactly where they've got Pinkerton. Alright. And just as you're going that way on the second door that direction, a locust man jumps out of it. And it's one of the skinny, scrawny dudes again. But he definitely got a sneak attack in on you, Winpu. Okay. And he's going to make a jab right for your unprotected side as you're running through. So that is a 17. That'll hit. That'll hit. Okay. So that will be... 8 plus 2. 10 damage. Dang. Yeah. Oh, mercy! I mean, can I hit it back or what? Uh-huh. Uh, I guess if y'all want to roll a quick initiative to yeah, see if it. it would be your turn after this. Uh, that's going to be a seven. He Nine. got a five. Okay, so Byron gets first hit on him. Okay. All right. Kill him, Byron. I'm going to try the Ray of Frost again. All right. I'm doing it. So, okay. Nat 20. Good. Nat 20, baby. So every time you've seen him attack something... He has absolutely destroyed it yeah. handily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it doubles the damage, right? Correct. 26. 26 damage? 26. Okay. Right. I rolled a 5 and an 8. Double that up. So 13 doubled up. All right. So you ray of frost him, and he's actually so cold that he's like kind of a bluish gray color now. He's solid ice, but he's so cold that the moisture in the air is condensing on him and still has enough coldness to freeze that as well. So his ice is actually growing slowly, and it continues to do so as you pass by. Nice. We'll see where he's at if you pass back by again. (laughs) Windpool, stop fooling around! Byron, you are a worthy companion. By chance, do you have anything for an open wound? Potato? If you could jam it in to stop the bleeding. (laughs) Rips off the top of the potato. (laughs) So how about let me let me see what I got here. I don't really play that that many uh, healing peoples. So let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll do a cure wounds. Nice. All right. Do I need to roll initiative for that? No, I'm just kidding. Regain a number of hit points equal to one d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier, so you get a mighty ten. Okay. Hey, that's what he lost. There you go. Thank you, that, Byron. Does that feel a bit better? It does normally I rest after a battle, but we have. Had many today. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, I I took so much damage earlier. Oh, it was it was many weak. Dramatic. You should have yes. Oh, they were so weak. So weaklings weak. have tried for our lives. And it's so true, very true. Maybe you we, should lead the way. I mean, I think they went that way. Peel around that corner, yeah. and you see the back of the cart. The cart is empty, but you see the creature uh, facing towards you. It looks like it's kind of come in there and done an immediate U-turn. So the cart is kind of jackknifed against his side, and he's just standing there with his arms crossed. But he's off to the side. And the main thing, yeah, I'll make a perception check. Hey. 
eight. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> All right. So the main thing that catches your eye, other than the big imposing behemoth, is a ring of about eight of these smaller locust guards all surrounding Pinkerton Toulouse with spear points. And he's, like, trying to back away from some, but then the others will jab him in the back, and he'll move back towards them. They're, they seem to just be toying with him. And he, he's not having a good time. It looks like he's been crying a little bit. Oh. <laughs> but, for old Pinkerton. But as you look around this room, and it's, it's the inside of the top of the mountain, and yeah. you see the giant obelisk pointing up to the sky, and at the base of the obelisk is a throne with a... Kind of, it's a very grotesquely mutated fellow sitting in it. Like he's just covered in like, he kind of like looks like Freddy Krueger crossed with like a Cronenberg kind of thing. Just like lots of extra nodules and stuff of flesh. He's really ugly, and there's just pools of liquid metal all around him that are all kind of chaining together, and they don't. They don't have a surface tension at all. They don't. They don't hold their shape in any way. Like anything causes them to sort of vibrate a little bit. Like if you've ever seen like the heat from a flame, you see that little kind of squiggly line. Mm-hmm. It looks like that. Like it's it's very easily excited liquid okay. metal. Mm-hmm. And all these uh, pools have tubes going into them, and they're being piped up into the top of this obelisk, or into the sides of the obelisk, and they very obviously float upwards. Mm-hmm. And directly behind the throne is sort of a cutout in the obelisk, and there's like a perfectly flat waterfall of this liquid metal falling in that little doorway looking shape. Mm-hmm. And the figure on the throne kind of seems to look over everything that was happening. He was kind of smiling at uh, Pinkerton being tormented, so he kind of looks over them and he sees you're there. And he looks rather surprised. And he stands up. Gentlemen, welcome to my home. I'm surprised to see you here. I didn't know there were more on my island. It was this morning we woke up. Is this this someone you know? I see. So you've only just gotten here. Yes, it's all just today. Uh, don't worry, we, we don't plan on staying. No, we just came for our Pinkerton. We would be, ha- I just, I will have to... The fat one, you mean? Yes, he, the fat one. He has been plaguing me for a month now. He first got here, and when my soldiers went to greet him, he clobbered them to death with that giant spoon of his and put them in his stew pot. Oh, uh, did you try, did, did you try to kill him when you, when you went to greet Were you going to murder him? My soldiers only went to retrieve him. I don't know of what caliber they decided to enforce that. That probably would have been your... Probably should have been his first thought to Mm. tell him what to to do it right, to not kill him. Granted, our our friend Pinkerton here seems like he could plague something, but if we could just remove him from your, your presence, that would... I think that would be, you know, just wonderful for everyone involved. Normally that would be okay with me, but it has come to my attention that he has a magic item, and this item, it would allow me to go back. You see this grotesquely ugly face that I've been plagued with since I've arrived here? Yes. 
Oh, I didn't. St- oh, we did. Oh, we're going this way. Thank yes, you. it's hideous. Oh, I, dear God. I adore your bluntness. It, it impedes me from returning home. I just want to go home. I'm tired of being here. You're too ugly to go home. Precisely. The the council put me here. Oh. They wanted a teleportation hub that they could use to travel around the world at will. And they put me here with these pools of planium to work with. You see my name, they call me Portal Master Braxton. I am here to create such a hub. But it has failed, and the island shifted, not through space, but through time. And now, it will be 70 years before the Council even knows about this failure of an island they've set me up on. Well, it seems pretty straightforward to me. We just get the old uh, blaster gun, and we just end this fellow now. That's the magical item he needs. I've never been a... So we're 70 years in the past. No, you fools. The mask. I want the mask. I want to go home. And then Pinkerton speaks up. Oh, you just want the mask? That That's all you wanted? Uh, he seems... He could, yeah, uh, Pinkerton, just give him give him the, the mask. Easy. Uh, uh, okay. I still say a blast to the face could have done the same thing. And would not, would not have damaged agree. his looks at all. Pinkerton takes this wooden mask out of his pouch, and one of the locust guards just snatches it out of his hand and, like, flies back towards the middle of the room where the dude man is sitting or er, standing in front of his throne. Where did uh, the bug people come from? They were all on this island already. The mutations of the Palladium have suffused this island, and they are all obedient to me as I control the Palladium flow here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it all, it's kind of stacking up. Yeah, I mean, to look that unfortunate, I, you'd have to have some kind of... And his like nasty face kind of twists in a disgusting oh. grin whenever he looks at the mask. It's been a pleasure doing business with you boys. You see, this island, it was a failure as a teleportation hub. But it will work at least once. And he throws a lever that was on the throne, and the waterfall behind him, you see it turned into the... It looks like a city is on the other side of this doorway. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly know where it is. It's very hard to tell. But he puts on the mask, and is like as the mask is sucking onto his face, his hair immediately starts to change into like a golden <laughs> flowing locks, and his chin goes out to meet the edge of the mask, and his form kind of bulks up, and his muscles become more chiseled. And he says, So long, boys. I hope you have fun on my island. And he steps backwards through the portal, and then everything starts shaking. And the pools, they start rippling. And the flow into the obelisk stops, and the portal closes as the last few drips of planium fall out of it. And the bugs, with no one to direct them, are now kind of swarming and going crazy. (laughs) Uh, Pinkerton, do you still have the raft? Uh, yes. We'll have to get back quickly, though. I have an idea. Everyone into the cart. I'm not going to get to kill this creature. I don't think so. 
I mean, it would be nice, but you know, we're all going to be dead if we don't get in the cart now. Oh, oh, get in the cart. And he's climbing in. in. Okay, yeah, I'm hopping in there with him. All right. So as you get in, he grabs onto the front of the sleigh. Hold on, everybody! And he takes out the pistol and he shoots it off, <laughs> firing his last fiery bird yeah. shot as it emerges from the top of the mountain. Oh love man! It. And love it, love it. The the loud caw of the firebird causes everything to run off directly away from where they heard it. And the giant beast, his eyes go wide. And he doesn't so much take off in a run as he immediately starts into a sprint. Like, he's already traveling full speed yeah. as he starts traveling. Nice. And he is going straight back down that path. Straight back towards the ocean, away from this place. And as you cross the drawbridge that you dropped down earlier, you see that that deep chasm is slowly filling with liquid metal. And as it's getting close to the top... You've passed already, but you see behind it that it's starting to flow over the rocks, and slowly it's melting everything in its path, giving everything kind of a flat, shiny chrome color. Nice. And y'all are just booking it straight down the island. Welcome about... to Pladium Island. <laughs> Do you want to try and retrieve your egg? No. You're about to pass through the campsite. Well, if, we don't, if it doesn't feel like we have enough time, See, if, if you you're not going like... to jump off. You're going to have to try and grab it. Okay. Reach out and, and grab it. Wait. The ability check. The... Oh, was well, yeah. You said it only lasted a minute. I cast guidance. Okay. <laughs> you to cast it again? Yes, that's right. a cantrip. Yeah. I can cast it whenever. All right. You got to you gotta say that yeah. you're planning I, this. I would like to... I, uh, as we pass back by camp, I remember I threw that egg at, at, the, uh, at the bug. I'd like to retrieve that egg. The egg? The dragons, it was really hard. Oh, if you're going to do that, yeah, I cast guidance on him. The egg you saved me with? Yes. Here, this should help. And he takes off the giant ladle from his back and hands <laughs> it to you. <laughs> as, I grip, as I grip the ladle, it's like my fingers have found home. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so yeah, I, I'm like leaning off the side and I like reach out a hand to Byron and say, Byron, <coughs> hold me. I, I, I'll, I'll do my best. I mean, so I'm waiting as the... All right, you're coming up close. Okay. Uh, what would you say? Is that a dexterity to that try and snatch dexterity. that up? Yeah, because it's not really strength. You're just trying to grab it. All right, I'm going to write it down. Okay. Dex check? Yep. Cool, and cool. plus whatever guidance he gives you. Mm -hmm. What was the you D4? Can, you can add a D4 before or after ability check. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 18. Yes, you got it. <laughs> hey! Splendid. All right, so you snatch the dragon egg up. Um, so the only way, uh, I guess the soup ladle is at a right angle, so yeah. you snatch it up, and I guess you want to, like, pull yeah. it straight towards you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a reverse pool shot. And right. you just pull it up <laughs> towards you. We make a good team, Byron. Very true. Now get back up on the car. Oh, yes, sorry. Hey, I, I helped. <laughs> he's, he's holding on for dear life as this thing bumps all you over the broken tree stumps. It seems as the we're... huge creature just gives a thumbs up. <laughs> he's barreling through everything. This thing is truly massive. You yeah. got to remember, it's the back end of an elephant and the front end of this yeah. ogreish beast. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it, love it. And right. you, you, you see through the split in the trees, you see the ocean approaching, but that that oozing metal is hot on your heels. It's not far behind you. Sweet. Yeah, you probably got you'll probably have ten seconds to get out in the water and away from the shoreline. Okay. I love it. Not enough time to kill a giant creature. 
Creature, hold on, boys. I, I think I, I think I've got something here. Creature, do you do you speak a language? I speak what the master taught me. I love it. <laughs> will you be consumed with metal, or will you die with honor? I would like to die with my honor intact. Will you allow me to take your life? How would that preserve my honor? Drowning is very is not very pretty work. Neither of us have much time. One blow each. <laughs> we will end this in one shot. Give me your best. Oh god. <laughs> and you break through the tree line, you're on the beach, and Pinkerton okay. Toulouse immediately jumps out of the cart and runs towards the ocean getting ready to put the raft in. Okay, I'm standing there facing this thing as you guys are getting getting I guess I'll, you know, reckless attack. Um, oh, alright. Do you want to roll initiative to see who yeah, goes sure, first? Sure, sure. Oh, God. I'm just standing here watching oh, this. 12. 4. Okay, I'm going to use my quadruple time to jump. So we're all standing there on the water's edge as, like, the island is melting down. Okay, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the big tower has completely fallen over the, the mountain on the top. It all seems to be melting into this liquid metal that is now fuse filling that cavern that it had. And flowing down the side. You got like 10 seconds. Okay. I look up at him and I say, I thank you for this opportunity. And he like brings his fists up. It, it looks like a sort of a South Park uh, almost boxing style. He's ready to throw like a counter punch at whatever's okay. coming to him. I jump up, like we use my quadruple jump things, and mm. I reckless attack into his neck with my axe. He brings up a hand to try and block. Let's see. You want to just do like a strength contest to see who gets sure if the block happens or if the uh, axe gets there first so then I'm gonna rage first okay (laughs) (laughs) in midair I guess we'll go with that that's that's unfair I I shouldn't be able to do that that seems wrong I mean this is I don't know why you didn't do it to begin with I I can say that you did it okay I mean that's fine we'll just see how it goes (laughs) I'm happy to get punched into the water too um, I mean, he's gonna have—he's a big, beefy dude. He's gonna have the maxed-out strength. So yeah, that's fine. Um, so I'm gonna roll reckless attack. Uh, I would just—the rage gives me advantage on strength saving mm. stuff. Um, but a strength saving throw or a strength challenge, strength cha- um, contest. Contest. Okay, I rolled a sixteen. He got an eighteen. He oh. bats the knife out of the way. Oh. He's, but he says, you nearly got me. You are a worthy opponent. And as you're still in the air with that second punch that was coming, he instead makes a flat hand. He pushes you backwards through the air, and you land right onto the raft as Pinkerton is deploying. <laughs> as were you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me die with my honor, great warrior. And the the liquid metal just splashes up over his back as it consumes him. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I was I was wanting to do something right right oh. after the fight. So, All right. Instead of consuming him, he's been knocked back onto the raft. Yeah. I wanted to cast water walk. That'll work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, so I was waiting for the battle to get done oh. and stop talking. But I wanted to cast water walk as far as you can get from here in one hour. As far as you can get from here. You have you can walk on this water. Alright. I thank you. 
and he he just he starts galloping away. The cart's still in two, but the 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 bottom of the cart was like you you got there just in time. The bottom of the cart was sinking into the metal. It is half melted. There's no wheels or anything. There's only spokes left and some cart attached to his rope. Love it. Alright, so I turn around and I, I start pushing on the raft. Pinkerton, we've got to go! He passes you. He's running. <laughs> He's a lot faster than y'all pushing this raft onto the water. I'm going to try to help push it with my legs as well. Alright. <laughs> Just like one, one leg, leave it off the side. And then Pinkerton says, here! And he pulls out two oars from his bag of holding and he passes them to you. Bro. And he's got his ladle in the water using it to just like yeah. scoop himself ahead. All right. I'm Any standing throw? behind the raft. I, I was there in the middle of casting water walks. I'm just pushing out <laughs> okay. of the water. Well then, as you're kicking your legs, y'all are y'all are definitely floating, and your feet are no longer touching the bottom. Okay. But as you're floating there, you look down and you see liquid metal flowing underneath you as it's consuming the edge of the island too. Everything underwater before it gets to the drop off. It's right. it's like it's encasing this whole island. Like it it knows where the island is and its boundaries, and it wants all of it. Wait, Pinkerton, while we're here, wait, 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 wait. And I fish out and I fish out my coconut bag <laughs> to see if I can like scoop up any of it in the bag. It's down below your feet, so I don't. You wouldn't. You'd have to like flip upside down and swim to the bottom. And you want to try all of that? I'll try it. Okay. <laughs> I'll try it. If we've got a few seconds, I'll try it. All right, what uh, do I need to do? Pinkerton passes his ladle back to you. Try this! Hey! <laughs> All right, what am, I, what am I rolling here? All right, this is going to be a dexterity again. It's just like grabbing the egg, I We've think. We've gotten very excited. Hey. Yeah. That's a 10. I'll say so some... It's your call. I'll say some splashes into it, but you're not getting much. You're getting a couple drops. Like, if he had handed you the tiny spoon, you would have gotten just as much. Okay. I'm jumping in after it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as you jump so into let, the, let me turn off Waterwalk. I don't want a face plan on this one. Oh, I thought you only cast it on the other dude. I'm in the middle of it. It's just it, it, anything uh, within like that thirty foot radius. I can pick any creatures. So. Okay. So all right. All right. So you jump in, and yep. you stick the ladle further down. You yep. you didn't bother to save what was already in it. So just a few drops ain't worth it. Yeah. So as you plunge your ladle into the liquid metal, mm-hmm. the entire island disappears. Oh. And the end of the ladle as well. <laughs> <laughs> I and take a few moments underwater, and I think, how am I going to tell Pinkerton about this? <laughs> when you look up to the sky, you see the hand. You see a long piece of wood, and inscribed <laughs> on it is the Hundred Acre Wood, <laughs> reaching down for you. I, I just. <laughs> Very reluctantly, I grab the end of the handle. <laughs> Pull you back up onto a raft. Still holding the other half of Pinkerton's. Now, it was flowing down at an angle, so it's a very sharp point on the end of this. It almost is polished how cleanly it was just snapped off by this teleport. And you look back, and there, it, there's no, like, crashing waves where the island was displaced or anything. It's just like it's been replaced with ocean. It just doesn't exist anymore. It's like it was never there to begin with. And you're on a raft floating in the middle of the ocean. You <laughs> see nothing around you. Holding half a little handle. But then you see something kind of the water kind of bubbles up and kind of goes back down almost as if something has hit it. Like hit the surface of the water but didn't quite break it. Hold on, boys. This might be something. 
and then you see shiny silvery teeth come up on either side of the raft as a massive whale clamps down oh. around you. <laughs> and everything is in complete darkness for just a moment until it's not. And then everything that was dark is now a ethereal gray color. And you see through the whale, but you can almost still see its outline as it's swimming through like a misty, cloudy, gray realm. And you see like other creatures passing you by as this whale quickly swims through this world of pure energy, what it seems to be. Windpool, do you have a magical space god whale in your book yet? No. But hopefully I will in just a few moments. <laughs> hey, I'm going to need a bigger notebook. <laughs> and as you can look through the walls of this whale, uh, the, <laughs> the mist sort of subsides and he bursts off into more like what seems to be the center of this whole realm. And like the dude was describing before, it almost seems to be like a hub there's a giant pillar of light straight down the middle of this truly massive. It's miles. like it, It's bigger than the ocean you were previously floating in. And in the center is this, this big, it looks like a crack in reality. And all these monsters are going to and from it. And you see there's not really any sort of gravity. You see creatures walking steadily beside you, but they don't appear to be walking on anything. You see things swimming. You see things flying, but they're all at different heights. There doesn't seem to be an up or down here. And you see sort of a squid-like creature. It almost kind of kind of looks like the thing, the machines from the Matrix or whatever. Yeah. And as it, it goes past you, it seems to notice you, and it jerks to its halt, and it looks at you, and it kind of retracts all of its uh, tentacles, and it reveals an eye was actually between all of its tentacles, and it's glowing bright Ooh. orange. And Pinkerton Toulouse is just absolutely mesmerized by this light. And he says, I, th- I think it needs help. And it starts to, re- nope, he starts nope, to reach out towards him. No, 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 no. I grab him as well. And a tentacle starts weaving its way through the side of the whale. Are you, are you guys going to try and help him? Heck yeah. No, we're trying to stop him. Yeah, I'm going to try to chop yeah, that tentacle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> If I, I mean, I don't know how much movement I can do in the f- mouth of a whale. Y'all are, y'all are still on the raft. Like oh, you're, you're, like... you're all in that space. Like the, the whale basically doesn't exist around you. It's just kind of like a shell carrying you okay, along. Okay, then yeah, I'm trying to swing at the, that tentacle. All right, and you're trying to pull the thing. You're uh, trying to pull him free. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold him back. All right, so we'll say both of you are helping each other. Either he's going to pull it tight enough that you can cut through it, or you're going to hurt it enough that he can pull Pinkerton away. So if either of y'all make it, uh, we'll say that you got him free. All right. So what did y'all get? I rolled an 18 to hit it. Okay. What am I rolling here? Um, Roll damage, huh? What am I rolling? Uh, Strength. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 13. Three. Okay, y'all got advantage. Oh, okay. You're helping each other. Okay. Uh, 14. 25. Okay, so you cut through the tentacle. <laughs> not through well, the 25 tentacle. to hit, not damage. Oh, how much damage? I'll roll damage again, I guess. Uh, my first damage was 13. This <laughs> one, I think, is going to be 10. 
All right, I didn't really know how to do this, but I was hoping he'd be taken anyway. So okay. he, the tentacle wraps around his arm, and it just yanks him straight out the side of the whale bubble. And it uses its head to kind of like flicks it forward, and it seems to cut open another tear that's just a little bit smaller than that big one over there. And as it goes to swim through it, kind of like in a burst, almost like a jellyfish, to take Pinkerton away to wherever it calls home, Another larger tentacle comes up from below you and grabs the squid. And as it latches on, these almost like veins come out and they encase the whole squid. And it just like seems to shrivel up and dry up. And the tentacle that was holding Pinkerton comes loose and the big tentacle just drops back down. If you look down, it seems to be like a roiling storm down there. All you see is like black clouds, some lightning flashing here and there. Um, Winpoo, but yes. Pink- say your line. Oh, bother. Pinkerton <laughs> drifts a little too close to that original portal, and he gets sucked into it, and it closes behind him. And the whale seems to be traveling inexorably towards this massive crevice in the middle of this world. And just as the bright light around it seems to be too much, it's washed out everything around you. You can't see any more. All the sound and the whooshing from the world around you, all the creatures crying and cawing, it all stops. And you don't hear anything until you hear... And you open your eyes to see rather shiny, odd-looking weapons pointed at your faces. They seem to have some kind of glowing end to them, almost like a magical instrument. And a man walks up to you, and he says, Well, boys, now that you're awake, perhaps you'd like to explain what you're doing on my ship. And that's the end. (laughs) All this is going down in the notebook. (laughs) I love it. Where are we? (laughs) Would you like to make a perception check? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. it. Uh, 15. 12. Uh, you both look around, and all you see is instruments and metallic parts and stuff you don't recognize at all. It just seems to be a bunch of people sitting around in glowing boxes. But if you look out the few windows that are here, you see nothing but blackness with little dots suffusing. <laughs> you seem to be looking at space no matter which direction you look. <laughs> Windpool. Yeah. Oh bother! <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really think this is a normal whale. I, I just reached for my axe. <laughs> do, do you do you believe in a higher power now? Uh, I'm I'm looking at this guy above us as Byron is talking into my ear. I think there's I think uh, there's more to this than the Keith. I think there may be another one. There may be. Oh bother. And we cut to black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so for a second, like we were talking, and I didn't know if you wanted us to. No, that's the end. We have no more. Oh, there needs to be more. I'm so confused. I want to. I want to know. So you've made it off the island, yeah. and the island disappeared as it was consumed by the flowing planium. Yes. But there was a whale that was living in the waters around it. No, I see that. That had been infused with planium as well. Sure. And as its jaws clamped shut, it was almost like the blinkses, and it took you into this kind yeah. of 
intermediate world. No, I'm, I, no I'm, excuse me. I'm, yeah. I am intrigued. Yeah, I got what you. I'm trying to say. This is why I was saying you would have an uh, opportunity to get new classes if you want. Okay, because gotcha. if we do a second of this one shot, I will add in some homebrew classes that are like Space Trooper and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tune in next week for Dungeon Boys 2, The Quest for Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, when I made Wimpoo... Uh, I didn't think he would go be going to space. Wimpy <laughs> space. I love it. Bryce, if there's not a character named Buzz Lightyear <laughs> for Wimpy to befriend, just I just want to just like yeah, let's, yeah, that let's was bring fun. it all out. That's that's good. The the last one was more cinematic than anything. Y'all sure. didn't really get to do much. That's but okay. That was fun. The first two was really the campaign. The second or the third one is just a lead in if we do a second shot of this. And to give me a lot of lore to enjoy. Yeah. For uh, the the main you know season two. Yeah. Wow. I gotta write this ugly guy in there because I'm super interested in him. Yep. <laughs> but it's happy ending. He found his chin. He did. That's true. Yep. Um, Crimson as it may be. Yep. Alright, thanks for listening, right? I love it. It's awesome. I need some more of this. Yes. I need some more of this. So, just to give an idea of how this uh, creative process went down, I had the idea of, okay, they started on the ship, and I had the idea of, okay, I want them to end up in space. <laughs> the The whale came... Yeah. The whale was like my second idea. The first yeah. idea was ship to ship the second idea was okay they're gonna get eaten by a whale and wake up in space that's really Thank funny God, we didn't like eaten then by the rest of it kind of grew in from the outside well, Bryce, that's, i'm gonna say that's really good storytelling to have like i want for i want to start the, the theme of they start on a ship then they end on a ship yeah that's yep. some good storytelling gotta like fill it. in some meat in the middle and then hey there you go wait till you find out what the ship is called <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! All right, well, no more, no more spoilers. Thank, uh, I, I have a feeling people, if if we have people who are going to cry for something, they'd cry for more of this. So thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us a review if you like on iTunes. You know, share us with your friends. Come hang out in our Dungeon Boys disc or our Dungeon our Tank Media Games Discord, where you there's got a Dungeon it. Boys channel. That you come hang out with me, and Keith, and Josh. Yeah, That's right. Uh, you can go to. Uh, at Tank Media Games on Twitter to get a link to that Discord. Show up at um, our house. Yeah. Take yeah. us out to eat food. We're about to go eat dinner, which is really good. That's mm-hmm. right. So, again, thanks for listening. Uh, if you are a faithful listener, uh, we'd love to hear from you, but we just appreciate you. So, thanks. We will see you next time. Please remember that we love you very much. Bye. Toodles. Bye.